Aloha and welcome to The Joystick Show, a podcast where your three favorite friends from Hawaii get together to talk story about the latest things they've watched, read, or played in pop culture. I'm Thomas, one of the co's here, and if this is your first time, mahalo for spending some time with us. Before we go any further, though, I wanted to let you know that this episode is one of our classics, so the audio quality does not come close to our newest episodes. But we thought there was still so much fun, great laughs, and interesting takes in these episodes that we wanted to leave them up for you to enjoy. I highly encourage you to check out the latest episode for the best sounding show and to hear the latest news and reviews. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Enjoy. Welcome to episode three of Joystick, where every week four friends from high school get together to talk about, actually, play a video game first, and while we're doing that, talk about the latest news in pop culture and nerd culture from video games, comics, movies, shows, and so on. And this week, we're uh, actually targeting something special. We, well, at least half of the Joystick team is going to Disney tomorrow. So we're going to start off tonight we're talking about some of our favorite Disney movies, moments, and yeah, things that have gone on. So I'll kick it off to you, Cobes or Drake, whichever you want to jump in. Go for it. Hmm, favorite Disney movie. So should we break this down like old school classic animated and then like modern 3D movies situation here? Yeah, that, you know, I thought about that and I was like, you know, it's purely up to you because the more I start thinking about the animated stuff as opposed to the live action stuff, I like the animated stuff way better. I mean, I don't know if it was just because I was a kid during that time and Aladdin and Pocahontas and all this stuff coming out, Mulan, you know, and then, uh, I don't know, I just feel like I like that stuff better. So it's just really up to you, whatever movie tickles your fancy. Dude, so like in terms of feel, I'm sure everyone fucking remembers this. When Mufasa dies, dude. Oh, man. You're bringing out the big guns right out the gate. (laughs) Dude, like that shit was, that hit hard, dude. Like, oh, what? He actually died? I know. I am. Yeah, I'm with you, man. That was, I was like, uh, you know, you just feel for him right there. And you're like his brother and just Scar being an evil piece of shit. It's just, ugh. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. What about you, Drake? Oh, frick. I, I, I forgot to block this L1, game. L1. <laughs> Dude, I forgot. The tr- yeah, it's very I'm clear. Already, I forgot the I'm controls, the too. Yeah. You're like, Super I'm dead. already Mufasa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, I, have, I was not ready to jump back in this game with no warm-up. That's for dang sure. Yeah, yeah for sure, dude. I know, we went straight to fucking... Um, dude, we went straight to the bedroom. Tooth. No foreplay. Yeah. Dude, it we're going in dry right now. Yeah, yeah, dry. yeah. <laughs> We walked into the bar and then just decided to bang in the bathroom. We were like, oh, yeah, let's just go for it. This is, yeah, Yuck. it was rough. This is rough. Uh, yeah, anyways, Drake, do you have any uh, oh, 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 Disney oh. thoughts? Yes. Um, I think, uh, I mean, I, th- I want to consider Disney to me as like pre-acquisition of all of these big things like Marvel and stuff. But mm-hmm. I want to say Hercules is, is by far my favorite. Oh, I always forget about Hercules, dude. Hercules, oh, yeah. Yeah, Hercules a great is a one. great one. Man, yeah. That that is a fact. Yeah, that's one I do I did forget about and kind of trying to revisit everything. Um, but yeah, you know and also speaking about Disney, it's like one of the only ones I could be wrong. I don't think it has like 
a space in Disneyland. It almost feels oh, like the rejected cousin or something. Didn't yeah. it used to? I'm trying to think. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, there must have been something when that movie came out, but it's, yeah, it's been a minute. Um, shoot, can't even remember the last time I, I watched it. I don't remember the end, but I remember kind of the beginning when he's trying to figure out, you know, who he is and what his path is and all these things. And I think my favorite part about that movie is when he goes through the training with uh oh yeah uh, Danny yeah what's that guy's oh, name something like woods um you mean his his character no his real life name is something woods they uh family guy was like really about this guy oh james wood, james wood james woods james woods yeah, 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 yeah. he was hades. um hades yeah, 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 yeah oh right right james woods oh man and so iconic is hades that voice yeah, and everything dude. Like when uh, he gets pissed and shit, dude. Yeah, he's like raging. I can't remember what he says, but I remember him being in Hades, and there's a part where he like snaps at one of like the little demon things, oh. and he like wipes back his like flame hair, and I, I don't know why. Even to this day, I like still can picture that in my mind. Yeah. Like, why was that such like an iconic scene? I don't know. So good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think about something else from that that movie. So I remember the end of that movie is that um, he has to die. Remember, Meg's soul gets put into the oh, pool or whatever, and he has to dive right. in there to get her. Oh, man. And, and then he becomes um, he becomes a god while he's down there, right? Oh, yes, because he uh, earned the, the mightiness yeah. of it. Yeah. Dude, like, think about how crazy that is for a kid. Like, you know, uh, this hero of the movie is a half-god. The girl he loves dies her soul gets taken away from her and he has to die to save her like that's pretty these are some pretty heavy uh stories you know like yeah sorry i was trying to roll into the like, circle oh, and like right as I, that's one take right as I about, about my opinion <laughs> you son of a bitch uh yeah yeah no it was <laughs> yeah definitely a pretty crazy story i would say uh you know one thing i was thinking about back to was mulan i think that was always one of my favorites mm, i don't know i think it was what's that yeah dude let's get let's down, get down, to, down business. to business dude i mean the songs too the songs and i think that's something the live action movies have have really missed for me like yeah. the fact that I haven't, I didn't watch Aladdin, I, you know, probably missing out, but the, like the not having the songs in Mulan was one of the shittiest parts about it. Yeah. it definitely, definitely. Like Mulan had a great soundtrack. Honestly, yeah, Hercules had a great one too, now that mm. I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those, there's like one where like there's ladies singing on the vase and I was just like, oh yeah. Mm. I just think it. Oh yeah, it was like the sassy bass lady. Oh right? yeah, yeah, it was like it was like a church choir lady group, yeah. and I was like, oh yeah, and oh, and they're like narrating the thing as it goes down. Oh yeah. As, yeah. as like the yep. story progresses, it's like it was genius. Oh. It was such a smart way to like tell us what's going on behind the scenes or how time is progressing and all that stuff. It was it was awesome. It's one of the best for sure. I Especially because, like, you know, there was mythology super huge. I mean, you have other movies or shows like um, uh, The Lightning Thief, um, which I don't oh, think yeah, is a yeah. Disney movie, but Alexandra Daddario's in it, so. Yeah. <laughs> so that's always a win. 
Um, yeah, always a win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was a crazy one. Oh, I'm down. Um, trying to think. Yeah, Mulan, and then Mushu. I, that was the thing about Disney animated back in the day, like early, you know, maybe mid-90s, early 90s to early 2000s. Those animated shows always came with a bomb soundtrack. And on the side, you always had like a really funny side character. So like you had you had Mushu in Mulan, you had Genie in Aladdin, you had all these, even Abu, I mean, all you know, these characters are like funny yeah. and added so much to it. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Timon and Pumbaa. Oh, Timon uh, and Pumbaa, yeah. Name? Uh, uh, what is Zazu. Zazu. Good memory, Cobes. Uh, you're, yeah, you have a solid, <laughs> a steel trap for Disney trivia, man. That's that's pretty Dude. awesome. Also, too, uh, genius on Disney's part to like always have like a an animal, um, non-anthropomorphic character to kind of drive all of that extra plush sales. Oh yeah. Oh, oh totally. Yeah. Oh totally. I remember always going remember the Disney store you guys as a kid and just being like, Oh my god. Look at all yeah. those life size things they had in there. Oh yeah. Dude, absolutely. And I remember always going in and I don't think I ever got anything. I'd always be like, That's no, so cool. Neither, dude. This is so cool. Like and it had every new <laughs> cartoon movie and then yeah. I'd be like, Oh I want that and then my mom'd be like, No, that's too expensive, we'll get it later or something <laughs> and then just never getting something there. It was like no wonder those stores aren't around as much. Like I know the one in Waikiki and Al Moana uh, has gone away and I think it's because they were so ridiculously overpriced that <laughs> yeah. I think it was only tourists that were buying them you know like definitely it, yeah I think when you were kids like it was I mean I think we would go to Toys R Us but like Toys R Us was like big box at the time for toys so, so I think it was a little bit cheaper but Disney knew like oh if we get you in this store you'll pay anything you'll pay anything do we also assume that because Aulani um became a thing that they just would have sold stuff at Aulani. Oh, that's a good do point. Do they though? I don't I... know if they do, but I do know they like cultural, culturally appropriate Hawaii with Disney characters. <laughs> I know they probably sell Moana stuff. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> right. 100%. Yeah. Isn't this supposed to go down? Oh no, the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, but What yeah. was that? No, sorry, uh, I, I was confused by the circle. Oh, uh, yeah, you're like, yeah, this, the circle stays. Circle don't yeah. go. As long as we don't fail, the circle circle doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I do remember the Disney Store days, though. That was that was awesome. Um, yeah, you know, and then kind of going back to what you said too. I think it was smart for Disney in so many ways, as it's shown already. I mean, it's super smart for Disney that they bought all these other IP, you know, first getting Star Wars and, you know, taking yeah. that under and, and realizing, oh, wow, this thing still has a lot of legs. There's a lot of stories in this universe we can still create, you know, and, and then capitalizing on that. You know, even Grogu is living proof that like, oh yeah, there, there's room to sell plenty of plush toys if you make yep. a cute, adorable <laughs> character. Fucking Grogu, BBH, dude. Yeah, yeah, BBH. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I think recently. Okay, so how about this? What's what are your favorite Pixar movies and why? Oh, fucking guaranteed Toy Story. Come on, Toy now. Story. 
Alright, alright. Which number? Yeah. One, two, three. See, I haven't seen any of the new ones. I've not seen... Interesting. I haven't seen four or... Is there a five? Is five coming uh, out? Is if there isn't, on? there's definitely one on the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, okay, I see. So why? Why, why when you think about Disney, Pixar, does Toy Story stick out to you? One of the first ones, huh? Or Bugs Life was the, the first one, but was Bugs Life first? I I want to say the Bugs Life was first. Oh, you know, when when this mission's over, we might need a fact check on that. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. Between the between the rounds, I'll fact check that shit. All right, okay. Now we know. Okay, so first Pixar movie. Uh, what other reason can you think? I mean, it was just a very like em emotional. Like emotionally well done movie, you know, like you care for all these toys kind of thing, and they're they're like toys, you know, something you shouldn't necessarily fucking care about, but I did, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally and agree just, with like, you. It was just like hilarious. Yeah, it was so funny. Yeah, you know the funny, the the best part, not the best part. One of the things I'm noticing is a really good part about that movie as we talk about it is that, you know, like the real funny parts are just side, ancillary things in the show. You know what I mean? Like they're just like little one-off things, like the. Ch but it doesn't ever take away from the true heart or kind of like issues of the story. You know, like at the end of the day, you know, I don't know. In my perspective, Toy Story One is about you know this this kid's best friend or um, Woody. Right, he thinks he's his kid's best friend, and everybody else th seems to think he's his best friend. And then a new toy or friend comes in and starts taking his place, right? And starts making him mm. feel like, oh, I'm not as good anymore. And I, and maybe like not to do like a super deep dive on it, but I think anybody can relate to that, mm. uh, you know. And yeah, I think for me too, this probably is saying what a pansy or like little sissy I was. Um, growing up, or maybe emotional, I was a little boy, but that movie really made me sad as a kid. Like, even though I liked it, I watched it with friends, I just remember always feeling so sad for Woody. And just be like, no, he still loves you. Don't, you know, like, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's so emotionally well done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that brings, brings a good point, too, because. You know, it's more of a modern Pixar movie, but the one that sticks out to me as one of my favorites, and I don't know if it's because I'm learning more about Mexican culture and, you know, having my Ooh. wife be half Mexican and all these things. I know where uh, you're going with this. Yeah, I mean, give me some Grandma Coco. Give me some Abuelo Dude, I Coco. I still haven't that watched is. that movie either. Oh, man, you, you don't have enough tears in your body. <laughs> you're gonna, you better buy a box of Kleenex before you go in oh, it. Because shit. Am I going to cry? Dude, I mean, if you don't, you have no soul. Uh, I, I think yeah, you there have is... to say facial tissues because we're not sponsored by Kleenex. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, it doesn't matter. If they try to sue us now, we have no money. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take it all. Yeah, Why yeah, go ahead. Why are you on minorities? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, minorities and people with disabilities. How dare you? <laughs> um, yeah, but, but yeah, that movie to me, just like, oh, it just hit so... It's so close to home. I don't know. It, it was just crazy. I, I loved it. Uh, yeah. What about you, Drake? Um, I gotta say, man. I think in terms of like most impactful in that sense, like 
for me was uh, Wally. Wally. Oh really? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm from this. Yeah, from the standpoint of oh my gosh, I'm dying. Oh Jesus. Um, is this from, the, from us? Oh, no, it's from the bad dude. Oh, I'm and I am taking a break here. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> Just because it, it really did kind of. Pixar does a really good um, job at emulating kind of the human element, right? Like with movies like Toy Story, where you know you're bringing childhood back to what it truly is meant to be in terms of like imagination. I mean, you could also make the argument it's about consumerism, but um, and then also Wall-E, where you're you know you're really kind of discerning between the fact that there is uh, you know much more uh, to the earth than what we believe it to be and if we don't take care of it like there is a you know a, a, a good chance that that could happen so oh, we're gonna right. smoke bomb left and right bro it's, yeah it's, like it's... the poison is like really messing with us dude. yeah that's hard i you're right drake i do remember being in that movie and being like whoa this could literally happen to like maybe not everybody in a spaceship flying above earth but like maybe earth becoming like this trash pit of just like extra crap that people used once or twice or whatever and then threw away you know and i and yeah i think from a, I I guess i can't say it was my favorite because from like one side you know um yeah again it was for me it ended up being a little bit more sad than it was funny and mm. I still love it. I think the characters are great. Like, the story they told is great. But it wasn't like, oh, man, this is, like, my favorite movie. It makes me so happy. Like, yeah. But I think because of that whole, like, I don't know. This could be something that could be really bad that could happen in the future. And I hope it doesn't. But mm. I think, I guess, that is the whole story. Like, let's try to avoid these yeah. kind of things. Yeah. It, it was thought-provoking thought and emotionally driven in a different kind of way than we're used to from, from Pixar, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think a, a, a cool thing about that um, movie that I just remember too is the, the majority of the characters, characters did not talk, right? So they were mm -hmm. just very expressive and right. they, they were still able to communicate to us as an audience and with each other even though they had that barrier, you know? Yep. Yeah. 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 You're right. The, and that was like a, and that's something I do respect about that movie too. Is like there is not that much dialogue, so you're really just watching Wally, um, you know, like make sounds and through his expressions, like understand what's going on. And so, it is really captivating. It's really, really good. Um, but yeah, it's in terms of like the vibe of the movie. You know, it starts at such this like I don't know. Maybe maybe for me, it starts at this really sad place. You know, and it oh, does definitely. get happier, and it does give you the optimism that things could get better. But it's also like, oh man, do we really need to get that far into some shit in society for things to be changing? You know, I, I guess the hope is that oh, I, I hope not. True. I, uh, to your point too, like in terms of, uh, I guess like socio-political, um, like current events. That was a you know a take on global warming and what we can do for the environment it's going to be interesting to see moving forward how pixar kind of deals with um some of the other socio-political things that have been happening in in uh, our current society right i think that was like a satirical um commentary on like the state of how people and americans in general are going to become in the future like you know how they were all just fat and fucking <laughs> riding around <laughs> yeah i mean at a point in time right like consumerism to it itself like the the excess of and then 
being essentially the um, the ship being in control of the human beings because uh, it was you know tasked with keeping them alive and keeping them happy. But at the same time, what is happiness, right? Um, at the end of the day, because you know mobility, lack of an earth, etc., etc. So right, interesting right. thoughts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're, they're just kind of like ignorance is bliss for them, right? Like they didn't know you could walk. They didn't know that. They didn't know what was outside the ship, basically. Right. Yeah, true. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I feel like this is a movie I got to oh, revisit before I say something dumb. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I think I missed what, what you said. Oh, no, I think we just laughed. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. All right, all right, well, somehow maybe my audio cut out there. I want to laugh, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't get to laugh. <laughs> all right, you gotta fine. earn it. You got to earn the laughs. laughs. You better listen better, damn it. Um, <laughs> get better audio. Yeah, seriously. Damn internet. Uh, yeah, man, but, yeah, those, those are all great points, great movies. Um, I'm trying to think. The next one coming out is called Encanto. Do you guys know anything about that? No. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I believe it's semi-Spanish. Uh, um, and it deals with essentially uh, a family that has powers and one of them does not have powers. Oh. And from Get in there, just Drake. by guessing. Oh, crap, yeah. I'm in there. Sorry. Just okay. by guessing, I would assume it's going to be a, a narration on kind of like uh, this family obviously has a bunch of people who has powers, and there's one individual who doesn't have powers, so it might be an narration on kind of like the minority of that situation. Right, like being the oddball out in your family. Y yeah. Yeah. Um, right. And it's the yeah. first time Pixar has really done, um, I want to say, super powers. It's no, oh, there's the animals. Oh my gosh! How did I miss my favorite <laughs> yeah. Pixar oh, yeah, movie? Yeah, Incredibles. Yeah, that's yeah, true. absolutely. Yeah, but like. But but Incredibles is not from like a magic standpoint. I think Encanto is more about magical oh, yes. powers. Mysticism, right? Yeah, sure. mysticism oh, okay. where you know Incredibles is more like superpowers, having innate abilities kind okay, of inside I of see you. Any of the, the thing, so I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is more about that. But um, yeah, to me, Incredibles, if they ever do like a fantastic or when they do because we know fantastic four is coming out they just need to steal the idea for incredibles because those movies one and two are just are incredible perfect <laughs> okay, yeah or that or that but yeah definitely they are incredible and yeah they just do such a good job of this family dynamic with powers and like you know and and arguably the incredibles kind of have the same powers as as the Fantastic Four, other than uh, the son, Dash, he's more of a speedster where, you, I guess, in a way, he could be, you know, uh, interchanged in a way with Johnny Storm. Mm, mm. Yeah. But, I mean, they do such a good job of that. And I, I watched I watched the first one recently, uh, The Incredibles, and, man, it still works. Like, the graphics are a little funky now, but... Yeah, that movie still oh, freaking yeah, like, works. Number one was so good, dude. So good. When as soon as he like figures out, like when Dash and Violet figure out that they can, 
you know, use their powers Quite now. Fast, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Dash, like, starts, like, oh, I can run. And then he starts running. He's running through the forest. And it's, like, yeah. one of the coolest, like, speed visions, you know, ever. Oh, gosh. I think oh, we're fully shit. down. It's my fault. It's my fault. Oh, it's all good. Perfect time to kind of finish the story and get a fact check on the first yeah. Pixar movie ever. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's running through the forest. You're getting this really cool kind of fast vision. And then he breaks away from the forest. All the trees disappear. And you hear this, like, pitter-patter on the water. Uh, you know, and you can, and then it's, the camera pans out, and you can see him running on water, and it's like, dude, that's such a great moment. And then he's like, yeah. ah, he's all excited. He's like, oh crap, you know, like just pumped. You know, it's just, it's such a cool moment. And I think it's, yeah, it's, you know, out of all these superhero movies we've watched, it's one of those moments where like someone realizing their powers is like, it's that's one of the best parts about all of those first movies. You know, it's like the first time. Uh, Peter Parker, and I'm talking about Tobey Maguire when he first first starts being able to like climb up the building or be able to like mm. jump over the buildings, or uh, what's another one? I'm trying to think of like more like discovery. Yeah, I, in a way, Captain America. I can I think a little bit because he starts running. You know, he he's in that chamber. He gets the gamma radiation mixed with uh, the different chemicals, and he starts running out. And he's running so fast, he like hits the wall, and because he's not used to being able to run. Oh that yeah, fast. I remember that where he kind of like stumble. He like shoulders into yeah. it and like bounces <laughs> off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, those moments to me are like some of my favorite little details in like superhero movies. And I think, you know, better than all of them, in some ways, like Incredibles kind of captures that moment. Yep, Toy Story. Um, so back to the fact check. Toy Story yeah. was the very first Pixar movie released November 1995. It was also the very first um, fully or full, full feature or feature length CGI movie. That's what that's what the term. Wow, is. that's crazy. And then especially with that yeah. fact you told us last week about CGI was pretty much created for Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, I wonder what the time span was from Jurassic Park coming out to Toy Story. No, well, let's look that up. Yeah, well, so you know because. <laughs> okay, yeah, no problem. You can look it up, but I mean, it's like. I'm sure it was a very short amount of time from, oh, we can make these digital dinosaurs look absolutely real. And now, boom, here's a whole movie based on mm. CGI. Like from, you know, the architecture, from the layout design to shading to lighting, you know, character movement, toy. I mean, all of that was like, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm sure it wasn't a lot of, a lot of time. Would you guys like yeah. to take a guess? What yeah. What do you think it was? Yeah, that, wait, what was the question? <laughs> How long do you think um, it took um, from when CGI first released with Jurassic Park until um, we made like a, a full feature CGI movie? Eight years. Eight years. Uh, Tom? Oof, do I want to take the over or do I want to take the under? <laughs> do I want to bet my Price life is right savings? rules. Life savings of ten dollars? Huh. I'm gonna go <laughs> under. I'm gonna say five. Wow, you guys are both super off. Oh, it's more? Nope, it was way less. It only took two years. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. See, this is the kind of amazing <laughs> shit I'm talking about. That fact, boom. That's worth the price of admission to Joyce <laughs> the show. Yeah. 
I guess we just crazy. didn't believe in them the way we yeah. should have. But that's crazy. I yeah, mean, that's crazy. Did. Think about how fast that technology escalated and how, you know, uh, I mean, it's like mandatory in any type of big box box office movie these days like you need to have some type of cgi special effects it's crazy, it's crazy. i mean it's just more practical in a lot of ways right to have like the cgi explosion well the right. top the top what five grossing Nolan. films of all time are all cgi right yeah have cgi uh, in them what titanic what avatar marvel avengers mm -hmm. yeah yeah avengers endgame yeah yeah wait yep. what was cgi in titanic i thought they literally the ship <laughs> like majority of them. I thought they actually. It's just the iceberg. <laughs> I think just the iceberg. I'm not gonna lie. Up. That's what I thought. I was like, I thought like only the iceberg was the thing. Uh, no. like, the, the ship falling into the ocean. It's not as if they I, they might have done like a small scale one, but I'm pretty sure some of that was CGI as well. Okay. Like the guy falling from the. Um, the ship as it was um, going under, and then he was you know falling what? vertically that's, and hit the post. That's, uh... <laughs> yeah. Unless they filmed that for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. How many more guys we got to throw off this boat? It's like 15, 20 guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny, man. Um, gosh. Yeah, that's, cra that's crazy. I definitely... I was trying to think of who the actress was. I was going to throw this in, but I think I finally... Have I found it? I have not found it yet. I was sure, I was gonna be like, who's CGI? And I was gonna be like, Kate Winslet was not even in the movie. She didn't <laughs> she didn't film with Leonardo DiCaprio at all. She was all CGI, but too late on that one. Uh, yeah, but you're right. I think it was a lot of CGI. Although they did, you know, I, I think that's what James was it James Cameron that did that. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. He did. I mean, he's pretty pretty good at like mixing in like live action with CGI. Kind of like Lord. what Steven Spielberg did with Jurassic Park. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I think this is kind of like a, a perfect segue into, um, you know, a movie I think a couple of us have watched this past weekend, which was Venom, right? Venom. Right, Drake, did you watch that? Yeah, I totally watched that. <laughs> Very nice. Sorry. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, I expected. Really? Sorry, I thought you were going to expand. Um, oh, no, sorry. I thought you were being sarcastic about it. Oh, Go for it, Drake. I 100% watched that movie. It was, having not watched the first one, I thought it was definitely um, really hilarious. I, some of the things I didn't expect, I didn't expect as much dialogue between Venom and uh, Eddie Brock. But. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think how, having not watched the first one, the, um, the complimentary kind of family uh, uh, sitcom vibe that I was getting with Anne, Eddie Brock, and Venom, and then the yeah. uh, creation of Carnage was definitely beautiful. Um, Siren, uh, I believe, was her name Siren or Scream? Uh, Scree Scree uh, Screech, Screech, right? Because I, I believe, yeah. do you remember oh, the SNES... Well, do you oh, remember yeah, yeah. the SNES Spider-Man game where there were symbiotes yes. in it? So yeah. the symbiotes were all derivative of, and Scream or Screech was one of them, but yet in this particular movie, uh, <laughs> this person wasn't a symbiote. So that was a little bit confusing, but I understood her as like a plot driver because uh, of the sound reverberation and the symbiotes being um, averse to that and fire. Um, I thought Dan was also hilarious, uh, just because he was kind of mostly anecdotal. I didn't understand too much some of the um, 
spoilers right now. It's going to happen. Spoilers. I want to say spoilers. So if you don't like spoilers, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we actually, um, actually, hold, hold off, hold off on okay, the spoilers. Okay, okay, okay. Hold off on the spoilers. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll yeah, circle yeah. back around and then we'll do uh, some more spoiler reviews. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll let you finish your thoughts though. Oh, but um, I think overall delectable. I think it says something super fantastic for Sony and Disney working together in the future and really being able to uh, flesh out the Marvel Universe um, to the best of its abilities. And I'm, I'm really glad that, you know, Sony's not doing the corporate fuck you, let's make money route and actually collabing. So that's that's nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely hear what you're saying on that. Yeah, that was yeah, really well done. Great, great review on that, man. Um, Cobes, do you have anything you want to say about it? I don't think you were able to watch it this uh, weekend, huh? Yeah, I was supposed to go and watch it, and then things happened, and I didn't watch it, unfortunately. Did you watch it? The person I was supposed to go with canceled last minute, and I was like, God Ooh. damn it, I don't, want, I don't want to go by myself. Ooh. I hear you. I hear you. I will say, so this is how I'm going to preface my review of Venom. Uh, when, when I told Christina, my wife, that we were going to uh, go to Venom, I told her, told her we're going. <laughs> I said, uh, we're going to bring a flask with us. And we're going, obviously, to buy concessions and do all that stuff. But we're probably going to add a little up on the top, you know. <laughs> and I will, I will say that I'm super happy we did that because it, it made it a little bit more enjoyable. I, yeah, I was like, we're going to, this movie's going to be over the top. There's going to be crazy characters. You know, I've read a lot of the or heard a lot of the professional reviews on it. Like, let's just go into this and have a good time and let's have some fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm really happy I went into it with that mindset because it was pretty damn over the top. I, I definitely liked most of the conversations between Venom and Eddie. Uh, some of them, I'm like, what in the hell are they talking about? Like, why? I'm like, I can't believe this made into a final cut of a movie. This is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it, it was good. I, the other thing too is like, man, Tom Hardy goes all in. No doubt. Like he, oh, it's just two of us. Oh, we're new, all in it's his? It's a new stage. It's a new oh, stage. Oh, it's a new yes, stage. Yes. Dope. Okay, so it goes to Tsushima. Did I even say that at the beginning of the podcast? I don't even know. Nah. Uh, it goes to Tsushima. There is a new stage called Twilight and Ashes that we're doing, which is pretty tight. Uh, anyways, yeah, so super over the top. And Tom Hardy really just, he brings it. I think, you know, that's kind of something I've heard multiple times. Like, obviously, he goes all out. Um, but man, without Tom Hardy in this role, I don't, I don't know if I could have got through this movie. Um, I liked, I definitely liked Woody Harrelson's, uh, role in it. I think he crushed it. Uh, he was a super good Cletus Cassidy. And then the fact that he was this, he really sold it to me that he was a sadistic killer. Yet the only thing that was kind of bringing him in, the only thing that Sorry, I don't know if this is too spoilery. Was was Shriek, and uh, yeah, I you know I, I I thought he really crushed it. the The way they looked was were tight. Like Venom looked awesome, um, and then the way Carnage comes in, it it makes you see the difference in in the symbiotes. Like not all of them are made equal, you know. And and uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if this is 
again, too spoilery or not, but I think by the end of it, you you get a little bit more, you understand more the bond between Eddie and Venom. You're like, oh, okay, there really is a purpose why they work better together. And yeah, and I thought that was cool. I thought that was a really, really good job of bringing that across. So yeah, that was kind of my non-spoilery review. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I, uh, I completely agree. Some of the things, like, I was under the impression that the symbiotes, who they took over, dictated um, kind of how they were going to react. So, for example, like, Carnage being Carnage was because of Cletus Cassidy's, like, um, overall demeanor and, like, caricature. Um, and I thought that's kind of how symbiotes rolled. I might be wrong on that. No, but... general, uh, or the old lore, yeah, that's how they were. Like, the person they first bonded with would really influence them mm. kind of thing is this pre-null like then right? yeah yeah i think this is like pre-null pre-null they were like because pre-null they were actually birthed from other symbiotes right and they're like all kids kind of kind of thing right going on. yeah pre-null yeah. didn't need Creator. no prenups yeah prenups. <laughs> should we should we talk about the spoilers or yeah should we yeah i mean up okay. to up to you Cole. yeah i'm 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 fine with the spoilers because i think this is more of a movie that i just want to go and laugh at Kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely gonna laugh. You gonna laugh. Yeah, you gonna laugh for sure. Yeah, you gonna laugh. There's especially there's one part, and I think it's already in the trailer, so this is even a spoilery. But it still made me chuckle, where he like Venom gets mad at Eddie. I think they're in Eddie's apartment, and he's like mad at him about something. I think for like not letting him eat people, and he he breaks Eddie's nose. He like comes out of Eddie's back and then just like headbutts him in the nose. And he's like, I'm sorry about that. I'm going to fix your nose so I can break it again. And he just like slams <laughs> him in the face one more time and literally like re-breaks it again. And I don't know. I just, even though I knew it was coming, still made me chuckle. So there definitely are funny parts in it. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. Those uh, were yeah. fantastic. Definitely. Um, feel free to, feel free to get spoilery. Okay. 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 So, the fact of the biggest thing is um, Officer Milligan Mulligan, right? Like that was a character into which um, originated uh, Toxin, pretty much. Toxin is another symbiote um, that essentially is uh, the the quote unquote anti venom, pun intended, to um, both Carnage and uh, I believe Venom. Is that correct, Cope? Uh, I know Toxin is like the youngest and he's like the most good of them. Yeah. That's all I remember. So how uh, Mulligan Milligan, the officer, Mulligan. becomes, uh, you show that it shows the eyes kind of um, turning, but then you really didn't see any like entry point to a symbiote into the body, um, just like how right. they showed Cletus Cassidy becoming a symbiote. And so that was relatively confusing but also fantastic are they going to introduce toxin um obviously they killed off cletus cassidy because venom bit cletus's head off so how are you then going to continue to have carnage which is the main symbiote villain and spider-man villain um unless they're gonna they're gonna bring him back somehow right and and i don't know this too well most of the Venom oh, comics I've read, Cletus Cassidy has been the carnage. But another theory that I heard somewhere was that um, Carnage is a symbiote. So if Cletus dies, it doesn't necessarily mean that Carnage dies. All it True. means yeah. is that um, 
yeah, is that you know that Cle that Cletus Cassidy might be gone from, you know, the yeah. Sony cinematic or Spider-Man cinematic universe or whatever they're calling it now, something like yeah. that. We uh, do know that Carnage is back in Venom because Venom eats him again, so we can assume that there's a possibility he gets out. Right, right, and also there was other another part that like was kind of the you know broke the golden rule of comic book death in that we never actually see you know like streak has that giant thing that falls on her yeah the clock, yeah. But you never see a body and so you never actually see you know it'd be pretty damn amazing if she could survive that thing a thousand ton you know church bell dropped from a couple hundred feet but hey you know comic book movies so i wonder yeah i wonder if she still has an opportunity to be back as well so what's the deal with her? She's not a symbiote this time? She wasn't. Um, yeah. Yeah, not to start. Uh, not yeah. really ever, but there is a, a point where... Um, so she... They didn't explain the, the source of her powers, but from the jump in the movie, her and Cletus are in this um, kind of like psychiatric reform school for you know kids and somehow they develop this relationship and she gets taken away yet even at this point even as kids she still has these powers and it's kind of like um like a black canary you know she just screams it can like blow up people's eardrums and it looks like it's almost concussive and yeah and she kind of has like this inner this interlude or like tie-in with officer mulligan where she's the reason why he's he's deaf or wears a hearing aid. I don't know if he's necessarily deaf, but yeah. And is he and deaf then, in the comics? I actually don't know that much about Toxin. I I don't either. I don't recall if he is deaf. Yeah, it's like the only two people who've hosted symbiotes that I've really known. Actually, let me say four that have been Peter Parker, obviously who brings back the Venom symbiote in Secret mm. Wars. Then from there, Eddie Brock, obviously yeah. the most famous person to house a symbiote. Um, there's Flash, Flash Gordon oh. with anti-venom. Yeah, yeah. Flash, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And well, he's Agent Venom first. Oh yeah, True. Agent Venom. That's right. Um, oh yeah, he. But he's yeah, he's Venom, and then becomes Agent Venom, right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. the history of the comics. Um, but I don't know. It gets it gets a little loose. For me, after that, was that three or more? That's probably those are the only people I know in terms of like who's housed the symbiote before. Oh, and Cletus, and Cletus, and Cletus. Yep. Yep. That's Cletus? right. Yeah. Nice. How's everybody's health doing? So. Uh, I'm at like hey. half. Why don't we just get this drum? Let's just get this drum. drum. Wow. Is there five people in this? No. Is there? Uh, nope. No, there's, there's four, four, but there's oh, this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No. Jinnap1986 uh, no, is on. Okay. Um, and also to um the end credit scene. Yeah, and that's and so. <laughs> is that something you don't want? Drake, to do you want to go first on this, or do you want? I, I just want. I'll just say one thing about it. For me. The end credit scene was the only, or mid credit scene, I should say, was the only part of the movie where I was like, oh shit! Yeah. That was about okay. it. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> so, it's, yeah. It, 
Venom in itself kind of stood alone, and it, it definitely was especially considering there was no cameos and there was really no hints um the final or the end credit scene in general was like you said the, the biggest like oh that's fantastic this is awesome kind of moment and yeah it really now does I have go to know into, what it is guys well so it's essentially the two girls one cup <laughs> what yeah that's yep. what it is in a, in a nutshell um, if, if anybody's watching this who has not, or is listening to this who's not seen this movie, they're going to be like, dude, we got to go see Venom 2 now. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> if you don't know what Two, two Girls, Girls One, one cup? cup is, go onto yeah. Reddit, look up traps. It'll be good. <laughs> oh my and, God. Um... <laughs> Back to that again, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's and always a trap. It does kind of go into. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the the newest um, Doc Strange movie going to be called again? Yeah, uh, multiverse. Well, multiverse uh, of madness, right? Yeah, but but I think cl closer to that, um, I think uh, yes, there will be a spinoff. Is is a no, Spider Man? Yeah. No way home. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I and it was kind of obvious too from like the 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 situation that took place while. Um, Eddie Brock was in that resort area. It was like, wham, 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 wham. And then uh, it cut to uh, something that you wouldn't have expected. And it was quite fantastic. It really kind of put it together. Like, it, it, made, it, it made the movie worth it. And it made Marvel feel, like, exciting. Even though it already totally. is. But... Totally. Uh, I definitely got to go see this movie now. Maybe I'll go yeah. watch it at, during work tomorrow. Yeah, it's I, I don't really want to spoil it, public. but <laughs> I you know, but it, I had to like fight myself to not hear about it or see it because there were so many mm -hmm. different podcasts and movies and all that talking about this end credit scene, and yeah, like I said, one of the biggest consensus I think I've heard all around was that was one of the better parts of the movie. Sadly, but um, yeah, the implications moving forward and what it means for Spider-Man characters and and other characters in general moving forward is pretty big. Yeah, no, so I think sure, I, I think we'll leave it there because uh, there's no. If I keep talking about it, I will definitely spoil it, and I don't want to. I don't want to do that to you, Cope. Okay, it's that good, huh? That's the one thing that can't be spoiled. About it's worth it. It's worth it. It's, it's, it's worth, worth it. not being yeah. spoiled. Yeah. If if you can remember the last Spider-Man, then yeah, it's worth it. And even more so too, like typically it's about the journey, right? Like how is it going to get there? But at the same time, like this is something that's worth the, oh wow, that's cool moment. What's the Ronin special again, by the way? Uh, he picks everyone up? Yes. He heals everybody at one time. Oh shit, we're losing that ledge, ledge place. Oh, ledge is, oh dang, ledge is down. Uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, my rating for it, I, I feel I'm pretty critical. I, I would say it's, uh, uh, for me, out of 10, it would be a 6.5 or a 7. Uh, agree, actually. I was going to say 7. Yeah. All right. There you go. What would you rate yeah. Venom 1 as? Uh, I didn't watch it, so... Yeah, I think that was a solid 7.5 for me. Yeah, I, I would give Venom one a 7.5. Um, How did um, what was the pre like? Obviously, Eddie Brock became Venom, but how did the symbiote come to to be? 
like meteor or how? how? Uh, yeah, meteor, right? Oh, yeah, okay. that's kind of how they explain it. Like this meteor comes yeah. down, and yeah, um, I forgot who the first person it latches onto. I know it gets like captured to some degree, and then um, this scientist, uh, you know, starts introducing it to people to see if there's like some type of. Uh, medical advantage you can get and he sees how crazy it is in terms of healing and all that stuff and then you know spawns this new uh you know person that latches on to the symbiotes and all this stuff but uh yeah yeah i don't know i think it was also eddie discovering eddie discovering like his relationship with venom and you know and there's also this tie-in of like we're both losers and yeah. and since we're both losers we need each other and this one doesn't really, you know, you don't really get that from this one. I feel like what you get is like, you know, I, I don't know. I guess there is a sense of we need each other. But um, it's more, I felt like it's more Eddie needed Venom in a way, you yeah. know, than Venom needed him. I don't know. How do you feel about that, Drake? Am I seeing it wrong? Yeah, I do, I do agree. I feel like um, from the standpoint of like, overall mental health like uh it was definitely eddie uh who benefited more so than venom did i, right. I think you know they tried to show mutual uh you know mutual benefits but i mean at the end of the day eddie eddie needs venom in order to kind of do what he wants to do so yeah 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 definitely i, I venom kind of had a weekend like you this weekend Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Venom was going crazy up in yeah. there. Um, but he uh yeah, he didn't he didn't really have a good time uh, himself, so yeah, that was kinda kinda funny. He was yeah. a lot of good things that he he could have had if he was just He missed Eddie. And that happens. Totally. Um <laughs> Uh did you guys Oh, are we are we clear? Boss way defeated. Very nice. Yeah, we'll did you, did you guys have a chance to finish what if? This yes. Yep. Yep. Fucking awesome, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. What did you think about it, Cubs? I I thought it was like really well done. Um, I like how it yeah it, it brought everyone together kind of thing, and it 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 worked out in a way because when when you're when at the beginning of the episode, I was kind of like, why would he choose, like, these these guys? You know, some of them are obviously not as strong as um, other people, um, especially from their own respective universes. Like, why would you pick Party Thor over fucking Captain Marvel, you know, when she's right. stronger than him? Totally. Why are you picking the guy that's... Why would you, or Why are you picking Killmonger, who's, like, betraying everyone left and right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, yeah, that was... Uh... I, I did kind of run into the same thing a little bit where I was like, huh, this is like, I, I, I get from like a story standpoint why he's choosing those characters is because we've been watching them for nine weeks. But mm. like from a logical standpoint, you're like, no, like, why would you pick <laughs> her over him? Like, why wouldn't yeah. you pick, like, go back and pick Thanos, like go back yeah. and pick like, go, go, go grab the Hulk. Like, you know, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Grab these, like, these, like, C-class, not C-class, but, like, some of them are B-class characters. Some of them, I guess, could be considered C-tiered characters. And, oh. yeah. Um, but I do agree with what you that, that I thought this was one of the better episodes out of most of them. And I don't know if that says a lot about how I view the series in general or if 
you know, I just, I realize, hey, I'm not interested as much, and maybe this is a hot take, but maybe I'm not as interested in stories that don't involve Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor as much, as, like, as I, as I would hope. I mean, don't get me wrong, I watched every episode, I, there was parts on every episode that I enjoyed, but it just, like, I kept, um, thinking, like, why them in the last episode, yeah. even as, even as good as I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, Drake, what about you, man? I will, to the point, I think that The Watcher was under pressure from HR to be more diverse and inclusive. <laughs> and so, you know, you couldn't pick just the best, right? You had to kind of really incorporate what we've been watching over the course of. But um, right, it, I, I thought it was fantastic in that sense. Like, it really did kind of bring everything together. It does um, hopefully bring more... Um, availability to you know the mcu um yeah and in talking about how well it did uh, cgi or i'm sorry um like animated wise i think there's some availability to think about this right having um crossover like maybe pixar steps in and does a little bit of their you know animated jam on a marvel and or a star wars type situation um yeah uh, but to get back to the the show in general, um, it, it, seeing Killmonger kind of be himself was annoying as usual. But I, I, I kind of par for the course. Yeah. And um, having it kind of end in that way, you know, it, it closed all the doors without being um, overzealous, and it really did kind of end on a note to where it's respectable, but at the same time. Yeah, uh, it doesn't necessarily. It won't please everybody, and I think you know we we need to get away from having everybody feel comfortable leaving movies uh, to an extent because it's the reality of existence, it's uncomfortability to an extent. But yeah, yeah. Mm. nice, interesting take. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Did you did you not like how it ended then? Like um, how everything ended up as far as like how everyone got used and whatnot. I think I like how uh, the Watcher used everyone, um, and especially you know to their strengths. Uh, it was uh, you know with Thor, uh, Party Thor was hilarious. Um, uh, what is that called? Star Lord um, uh, Chadwick Boseman was fantastic as well too. Um, it really kind of ex accentuated the characters into which we already grew to love through the series um, yeah. with their strengths and being strengths-based. I think that was a good route to go. Um, and also, you know, giving, um, what is that called? Uh, the Black Widow her due in What If and also in real life because they settled that settlement, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Do you think that was a nod to, to the settlement? Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> oh, you get but, to go back to a universe where there's no Black Widow now. <laughs> yeah. Or also, too, though, remember, Tom, how you had um, seen, was this from Screen Rant? The potentiality of Robert Downey Jr. coming back on as... Iron Man. Oh yeah, I did yeah, see that. yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that might have been a hoax, but okay, cool. Um, which I totally Ooh. got. Like, if 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 that was a date and that post was a catfish, like I definitely got catfished <laughs> by like okay. uh, uh, you know, fifty year old in a basement. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, it um yeah, kind of going back. I think to the overall like. 
Did I like the overall series? Yes, for sure I liked it. Did I love every episode? No, I didn't. I think the last two episodes were the best. They, you know, because the first six episodes, you know, maybe even seven episodes, it just felt like it was just doom and despair. You keep seeing, like, your top heroes and these people that we were, you know, kind of conditioned to love over the last ten years, like, just fail and fail. Like, Tony Stark, I think someone counted it. He dies, like, five times in five episodes or six times in six episodes or whatever throughout the series. And it's like... Finally, when you get to the last episode and you get to Gamora Thanos or whatever they're calling her, Thamora mm. or something like that. Uh, I think <laughs> she's Gamora champion of Scar or whatever. Sakar. Yeah, that probably yeah, makes Scar, sense. Sakar, yeah. Yeah, think, but then, you know, you, to your point, Cobes, the Watcher comes in and he's looking down at her and Tony Stark, who's obviously built this Hulkbuster-esque, you know, <laughs> armor and is like, Shoot, yeah. nope, just her. They're like, what? <laughs> You know, the whole fate of reality is being torn apart, but nope, just her. What happened What happened to Spider-Man from the zombie world? He, he got oh, away. Yeah, dude. Why was he not there? Um, yeah, you know, and I know they bring in uh, zombie Wanda, but it's like, all right. So there was just things that I still wanted more of. I, True. Yeah, I, it, was, it was, you know, truthfully, it was just kind of a downer week after week. Like some of the stories were really interesting. I mean... Despite that, the Doctor Strange episode was just amazing for me. It yep. was like, it was this masterpiece of just like showing how grief, you know, just knocks you down, knocks you down. And if you, even if you had all the power of the world, maybe you couldn't change something. And I thought that was a really interesting story that they brought out. But um, yeah, the last two episodes were really good. In some ways, uh, somebody brought this up. I can't take credit for it, but they're like, I kind of wish What If was like, uh, what Star Wars Visions was, where mm. you have these independent studios doing independent storyels and just doing their take on the characters and scenarios. And I kind of wish it was like that, because I think we would have had a better quality. Uh, yeah, the animation was fine. It was enough for me to, you know, like hang in there. I wasn't a super fan of it, but yeah, but yeah, it, um, yeah, it, it was consistent, and. Yeah, I, I just kept waiting for something else to happen. I, I felt like, you know, I probably should stop watching these things at midnight because it's so hard to go to sleep after. It just ends and, like, everybody's <laughs> dead. And you're like, wait, that's it? But it was, uh, yeah, it was a really great show. It ends really well. And I think, yeah, I'm excited if they, if they, with new characters being introduced, I'm excited for to see where they're going to go for season mm-hmm. two. And I think season two is all but confirmed. As of right now. Yeah, I when the when the hell did we see Gamora Scar? We situation? we did not. Yeah, we. I think okay, that's so... either a lost episode or an episode they moved to season two. People have been talking about it. Okay, yeah. Cause yep. what the fuck? Yeah, to Kobe's point. So originally, the slate for the episodes is supposed to be ten episodes. We only got nine, and so people were thinking that missing like ninth episode or it probably would have been episode nine or 10th overall um, was going to be Gamora on Sakaar basically in the same fighting pits that Thor and Hulk were in like World War Hulk style. Hmm. And so it ends up being her, um, Gamora and, um, and Tony Stark. So that would have been pretty cool. I would have really liked to see that episode. Uh, I think that would have been pretty badass. 
No, definitely. I, I maybe they have a good reason to do so, um, but not good enough for me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, you know, it was it was the first thing. You know, if if one of the shows for Disney Plus was gonna miss for me, I'm kind of happy it was this. You know, like, again, I, I watched it, and there's definitely some parts I enjoyed out of it. But if, like, you know, I'm happy that it hit the mark more for me. Um, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? With, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier, with WandaVision, with Loki, mm. like, all of those shows hit a mark that I thought was pretty good. Like, I was kind of blown away by the end of WandaVision. Like, only leaving us with the first two episodes, I'm like, what in the hell is this? Where is this going? That was really kind of confusing. But then by the end, you're like, all this makes sense, and it was worth it. Like, we're getting badass action and fighting, and, like, this is awesome. Like, we're getting some deep character development. We're seeing behind the scenes of things in the movies that we didn't get to see, and that's kind of what you want out of these shows. Um, you know, especially, like, with, you know, Bucky and Sam and, and just their relationship and how they viewed Captain America being gone and what he meant to them. Like, mm. oh, that was great. And Loki, what is Oh, that Loki... was really fucking good. Yeah, right? And then what is Loki really about when he is not there just to, like, throw off Thor's plans? What is he down to his core when his purpose is gone? I thought that was really interesting. And then for this yeah. to be like, what is this about? There was, um, for it not really to stick in the end, of like, what is this? It was oh, I guess is okay for me in a sense, because you know it. Maybe it will have grander implications on the MCU moving forward, but I don't think it will as much as the shows do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to your point, I think uh, changing the perspectives, right? Because we, we're always seeing the stories from the main character's point of view, and we're never really seeing it from you know a secondary or tertiary character's point of view, and that really does change the dynamic and deepen your understanding of a character as a whole right um to to the same point how do you feel arrow is gonna do uh hawkeye i should say oh okay. yeah <laughs> the arrow. The arrow guy. why owl? <laughs> like, where, where did you pull owl out of dude well, i said arrow, arrow. Kobe. oh arrow, I said, said arrow. Owl. Yeah. Bro. yeah yeah dude yeah hawkeye is now becoming owl boy you didn't hear? Oh, big boy. news. Big Marvel big breaking news. news. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I, I think it's going to be pretty good. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking about? Who? Who? Jeremy Renner? Who? <laughs> Never heard of him. Uh, yeah, but I, I think it's going to do good. And just, you know, they already have a pretty winning formula for yeah. the kind of premise of the show, right? Mm. Guy is in New York, tries to get home for Christmas, and things get in the way. I mean, it's been done a bunch of times. Uh, you know, I guess, um, like, you know, people are comparing it to Die Hard. You know, there's oh, from, yeah, like, you know, Die Hard, okay. a lot of I people was say. Yeah, I think it's going to be like a Die Hard movie, dude. It looks like it. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like True Grit, but who knows? Oh, oh, that too. That's another be, good movie, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there. I think to both your points, it's going to be a little bit of, of both that. I mean, shoot, I think you can even make the case that it could be a, a kind of home alone because what does Hawkeye do when he doesn't have his arrows and his bow? Like, is he still Hawkeye? Is he still <laughs> useful? Is he not right? going to have his bow? Is that, is that what's going on here? Well, I, I think just from the previews that have come out, like, I don't think he starts off with it. 
you know, he starts off, and you can watch the trailer again, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think he, the reason why he gets his bow is because he runs Indicate Bishop. And from there, he realizes either he needs it or he has a contact that helps him get one or advise one. I don't know, something like that. But I don't Shit. think he has one to start. And so, yeah, I think stripping Hawkeye down to the nuts and bolts of his character, you know, he yeah. was, he's a deadly assassin. All right, well, show us what he does when he's not the Hawkeye. I think I'm, think I'm, I'm excited a, for that. He probably has a Cabela's Club card or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, go to Dick's Sporting Goods and, like, hey, yeah. you have a compound bow I can rent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I hate this model, but I guess it'll do. Yeah. yeah. They're like, sir, what are you going to use that bow for? He's like, ah, I'm hunting pigeons in New York. <laughs> do you think uh, there are Cabela's in New York? Uh, I would assume so. Maybe, maybe, uh, uh, oh, upstate yeah, yeah. New York. Yeah, okay. yeah. In, it, somewhere in New York, but in New York City, you think? Oh, I possibly. mean, possibly. Probably next. It's probably next to the uh, Nordstroms. <laughs> right, right. No, are Cabela's ever near Nordstrom? No. No, it's probably it next to the. Uh, it's probably next to Toys R Us and uh, <laughs> and Kmart. Wait, uh, was that I'm like a, they're going out of business joke? Yeah, 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 yeah. If there was a Cabela's in the city, uh, I don't know. I'm yeah. sure somebody, if somebody from New York's listening, you'd be like, you dumbass, of course there is. You know, like, New York isn't just the whole city. The state isn't the city. But uh, anyways, um, I digress. Yeah, so I, I think it'll be hard, good. dude. We're losing things left and right. Are we? Hey, we're, we're still alive, There's though. only three of us. Yeah, there's, only three of us. Okay. there's only three, three of us. Three of us. Three of us. Did you guys, did you guys watch the fights this weekend? I did I, not. I didn't, but I did talk to. So we have a jujiterio um, at the gym who's an aspiring um, referee. Um, this individual's went to like Herb Dean's school and essentially was one of uh, one of only two people who passed. Wow. Um, in that particular session, and um, he also does Muay Thai, does Jiu Jitsu. And so, uh, no, to answer your question, no, I did not watch it. However, <laughs> there was a, a, a very good description as to what it was. And um, from the point of view of the referee, and from what I've seen on like YouTube, um, Tyson Fury essentially is overall just a better boxer and has more experience in terms of like his finesse and technique. Deontay Wilder is more of like a, if I catch you, I'm going to put you to sleep type situation. And... Right. Um, it wasn't like the most amazing boxing match to, we've ever seen in life, but it 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 was, you know, better than watching amateurs oh, fight, i.e., Logan Paul and you know <laughs> yeah. Tyron Woodley or Logan Paul and right. Ben Askren, who is not a boxer by any means. Right. I mean, but, I but, I heard um, this uh, as Logan Paul put it, finally lets Tyson. Fury have a chance to fight him, so you know, look out, Tyson. I don't know, Logan's I mean, kind of a beast, so <laughs> he's undefeated. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, it's oh, also too, Tom. The anchor just quit on us, um, like mm. a camel. Oh, well, okay. I would what? say I've never seen a camel oh, quit, anchor. but anchor, yeah, anchor quit. Oh, why does he keep quitting on us, dude? Like, I don't, know. Clue. Probably because we, I don't think they expect yeah. conversations to go over an hour. 
<laughs> uh, well, I'm yeah, saying you guys are by anyway, but you can jump back on. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. It's not it. always super necessary, but hey, why not? I mean, let me get some time. You know, you want to have the safety, right? It's like mm. double bagging or. Who's in here tonight? Yeah, yeah. Ice Wizards, Ortholexi, and me. And Hell you, yeah. how are you in well, it? Welcome, guys and ladies, or. Whatever you identify as, welcome, welcome. Thanks for being here. If you have any questions or comments or like the chat, please fire away. We'll do our best to answer while we game. Um, yeah, yeah. So back to back to the uh, conversation on the fight. I, I didn't watch it either, but I did watch the highlights of it. Um, I ended up watching a lot of uh you know kind of the football games which were pretty crazy that day but mm -hmm. yeah I, I you know one thing i could say about the tyson and wilder fight or a fury and, T and wilder fight was that yeah at least at least they were you know it, solid knockouts it went the distance it went 11 rounds you know there was both sides had uh knockdowns and like you know i i think all things considered like that's all you can want out of a major major fight you know i think you know, when it comes down to decisions, you know, I mean, it is what it is. You have to have a system. If both fighters are not giving up or they're, you know, still standing up and fighting, there needs to be a system where somebody wins. But it's just way more exciting to actually see someone get, like, knocked down, get knocked out. And to do it in that fashion and, you know, with with the whole uh, spectacle of this crazy entrance. Uh, shoot, I don't even know if we mentioned the boxing match. But with the whole spectacle of how he came in, like, Tyson came in with this full, like, uh, 300 getup with, like, Spartans and like people in like chains coming down and like trumpets the whole show of it was was pretty entertaining and i think it does give a lot of a lot more credit and merit and more excitement around the sport of boxing which is just i don't know for me personally i would rather watch a ufc fight than a boxing match what yes i mean you're talking about this is, i think this is um like pvp dang all right but to your point, I think there is a. Oh, can we? Well, we can choose a team. Let's be on our our own team. Oh, okay, let's be our own team, dude. Can you do How that? Does that work? Can you go get over? No. Okay. Oh, 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 I can't. Get on the other team, Kobe. Let's. Oh shit! Yeah. I'm, I'm 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 gonna take you guys down, dude. All right. Let's right. see if you get someone else. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, to your point, though, Thomas. Like, I think watching a single facet of what MMA is, um, in terms of technique. Uh, in, like you said, what more could you want? Um, are MMA matches more exciting? Uh, an argument could be made just because there's more martial arts being involved and the amount of athleticism and diversity in their their arts yeah. needs to be there. Um, but especially when it comes to how can we continue to keep boxing alive in that respect, um, I think Fury, Deontay Wilder, uh, uh, Anthony Joshua, who I, I believe just lost, um, yeah, you know, uh, is Manny Pacquiao gonna step down from being the president of the Philippines to fight again? I don't know. Is he the president <laughs> of the Philippines? Is, is I, that I, what's going on? I don't know. I feel like he's he's in the, he's in the cabinet or yeah, he was in some type I mean, of political position, but yeah, yeah. So but if you're crazy. Filipino, he's the president. So um, <laughs> I mean, I guess he's my president then, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a president. So, um, just like how Keanu Reeves is our god. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So every night, oh my god, yeah, every night, yeah, my kiss, kiss that poster, yeah. dude. That angel yeah, face that poster, poster every night, yep. yeah, just like finding Aloha 
or whatever it was called. Yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> yep, and Keanu, I trust. Yeah, yeah thank you for that gem, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to, your, uh, to, to continue on with what I was saying, sorry. Um, uh, for sure, I think, um, I don't know, I feel like the, the specialty sports too is uh, interesting. There is a, there is a Formula One um, race this past weekend as well too. I know I'm trying to drive this into you, but... <laughs> We're all going to be fans by the end. Drive us, I, got, I, I caught that, Drake. Drive us yep. into it. Yeah, I'll drive you right into it, bro. <laughs> This is the part where I add a bit of ch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's definitely um, there's a lot of drama happening. Obviously, they were in, they're in Istanbul, and it rained. Um, it's been a, a huge battle between Max Verstappen and seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of change in 2022. So. Um, this, I think the 22nd of October, they're going to Austin. So it is a, yeah, it's a race into which you can watch because it's not going to be at like 4 a.m. So, oh man, awesome. We might have to do a live stream of that too. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like get us all on and like watch. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, That'd be sweet. Um, yes, all great points, Drake. I, yeah, I completely concur on that. The highlights I've seen have been pretty badass. I need to go back and watch a little bit more of the highlights on it. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know too much about Wilder. I, I followed, um, Tyson Fury for a little bit, just kind of through different conversations and stuff. So it's cool, um, to just hear what he's overcome from mental issues and stuff to see him, you know, still yeah. be one of the best boxers in the world is pretty, pretty tight. So yeah, that was fun. Um, as far as the game goes, Drake, do you, we're going to kick off something new. I don't think we've done this before, but let's try to do, I, I think we need you to, yep. Oh, we're fine. What, oh, do you know sorry, what this is sorry. called? Oh. oh, in the realm of the dead oh. is what the mission is. Oh, this is cool called. shit. You guys are double teaming me. <laughs> yeah. We're this. just going to DP you real quick, yeah, Kobe. D- you're, Eiffel you're Tower, gonna be the cross. Gonna Eiffel Tower, me, dude. You're gonna be the crossbar in I- Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see how this goes. We'll, we'll see how this plays out. Oh, see, yeah. I don't think we're fighting each other. It sounds like we're racing to the end. Whoa, a race? That's sick. I think it's uh, 2v2, but you're doing your own thing. Defeat enemies and gather Magatama. Make Magatama offerings to torment your rivals. The first team to complete the last stand wins. I don't know what that means. I don't know what this means we either. jump right, off? We're gonna for... figure it out. I think I can go to wait. Oh, shit. We jumped off. I die? How come I die? Uh, I should die. There's no reason. Okay. I don't know ah, why I should die. It's not a very offense. Okay, I'm collecting. Oh, I I got some magatama here. Got some blue stuff. It looks like little hearts. They look like little corazones. Oh, the guy has like a red thing about above his head. Do we have to murder him? Oh, nice shot. Yeah. Oh, two headshots in a row, Drake. Good for you, bud. Nicely done. Um, are you losing, Kobe, or what? Oh no, I got a lot of money. Oh shit. <laughs> I died. I did die. Oh, you died. Oh, okay. Died. I died. 666. Right. It was pretty um, hard. Okay. Oh, wait. I back up. Back up. Do I lose my Magatama or whatever? I don't know if you use your Magatama. Maybe you Magatama. don't lose your Magatama. 
We don't have enough Magatama. No more Magatama for no more. Winnie. No more Magatama. No more Magatama. I wonder what the strategy is, is for us to. Is it like splitting up? Because Magatama seems to be grouped in one place. Um, yeah. You get it when you kill guys too. Oh, I, I, we can't even find guys. It seems I think. Look at our look at our opponent helping us out. <laughs> Dude, I or was uh, I? Uh, maybe. Good question. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Hard to say as of right now. I'll tell you when we win. Ha ha. Yeah. The last thing I think I, I sent you guys some stuff about this, but next weekend, um, some exciting stuff is going down next weekend is actually dc fandom oh um, yeah i saw that saw that yeah we'll definitely probably chat about it a lot more next week um when you guys have a chance i'm just curious to hear what you think they're going to be addressing and talking about like some things that you think could possibly come out might possibly come out um I would say, I mean, I feel like um, they'll address the success of Doom Patrol and possibly Titans. Yeah. Um, hopefully talk about uh, Aquaman 2. Um, right. Do you think we'll get a trailer for Aquaman 2? Holy shit. Um, oh, that guy doesn't want to see Jason Momoa. Yeah. Also, so? Dune looks fucking cool. sick. What, what would be? Dune. Dune. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think Dune does look really good. Um, I don't know if Dune is going to be a part of DC fandom, but I do no, know that not. Dune is coming out. Um, ah, shoot, is it end of this month? It's coming out pretty soon. Um, and I'm excited about it. I went down a dark, um, on, the, on the deep web, uh, kind of learning about Dune and, you know, kind of the, the original story and... The ride and like everything. Doom Patrol and or Dune? Dune, Dune. Dune. Yeah, um, yeah that yeah. looks amazing. I'll watch Timothy Chalamet do anything. Uh, he's book? my, he's anything, my Man Crush eh? Monday. Oh, he's my Man Crush <laughs> Monday. There's no doubt about Isn't it. Isn't he going to be in Willy Wonka? Aren't they redoing Willy Wonka? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're doing... It's like a prologue Willy Wonka, I believe. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Early days of Willy Wonka. So, yeah, that looks great. Um, I think I already like it better than the Johnny Depp, like, super creeper look yeah, yeah um, that one was like not good no one i don't think you can beat the original the original was so um good yeah absolutely and just show why gene wilder is gene wilder like yeah you know like they they kind of went away from that but regardless yeah i, I agree with you guys uh, i haven't watched the new season of doom patrol but from all accounts it sounds like it's really freaking good i've heard it from like multiple yeah, people these fucking that arrows you guys are shooting at me are irritating as fuck we're just pelting you with arrows. That's what happens yeah, in a DP, like baby. <laughs> That's what happens in a DP. There you go. Yeah, but I, I take these arrows. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think we'll hear more about Doom Patrol. I've been going through Titans. I've liked, I've liked Titans season three, as I've told you guys. I see season three has been pretty, pretty good so far. Um, yeah. So if they end up having season four I'll be, I'll be stoked about that i mean is some of it kind of cheesy it's, it's kind of to me it's like a, a like a more adult version of a wb show in a mm. way yeah uh but yeah still good uh what else 
Uh, were they are they gonna do another Justice League? I mean, let's talk about or um Shazam yeah. to Dose. Oh yeah, um, Shazam Dose is going on for sure, right? Shazam uh, Two, I think, will definitely be there. Um, there's at least gonna be some type of information about it. Um, Wonder because, Woman uh, Four. Pic- a uh, picture leaked. Of... Is there a Wonder Woman Three already? I thought there was only two. No, just just two. Uh, but going back to Shazam, they have. Uh, what are the Drake? What are the what is the family called? The Shazam, oh, Shazam um, family. Yeah, they're just called the Shazam family, I believe. Oh, you had? I thought there was another name you had for them. The, oh my gosh, I can't block Shazam. this shit. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. So they showed a picture of the Shazam family all, you know, Shazammed out. Uh, back for number two. So there's there's definitely footage of them. Oh uniforms. shit. That's pretty weak. We both. Died. We didn't we'll even see what that Kobe does. and Kobe just one dude. Yeah. No, but you guys, you guys will come back. Yeah. Oh, sick. I think they they probably make it fair. I would think though, like we probably have to collect double of what he has to collect. No, yeah. we, we we both got to collect six, sixty-five. Kind of really? Did I tell you um, oh, wow. that I had to? I I got to meet Megan Good at when I used to work in Levi's in Almuana. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about yeah, that. Dude. So, I was working uh, in Levi's Ala Moana, and um, it was during Pro Bowl week. Um, I, I want to say this is at least in 2008 or 9. And I, I, I saw this woman walk in, and I was like, holy shit, is that fucking Megan Good? I Megan Good, to me, uh, I think is, you know, very good looking, and also smart and intelligent. But, yeah. um... It was just, uh, you know, I, I, I had asked one of my coworkers to just go over there and be like, hey, ask, ask, this, ask this person if they're actually making good because, you know, doppelgangers. And uh, my, my coworker was like, I don't even know who that is, but I'll ask. And so she ended up asking, and it was her. Um, and Megan was like, oh, my God, I'm like a fan. And it, my coworker didn't even know who she was. But I stepped in quickly to, to make the save, and I was like, oh, Megan Good, what's up? What's going on? Um, and I believe what's she was name? with what's a your son. I know. What's up, girl? <laughs> what up, girl? Um, oh, shouty. You ever uh, been with the Hawaiian I, guy? I know, dude. Uh, I, I mean, I was working Sam at Rye. Levi's. I was making $10 an hour, so I think I was a little bit, you know. Uh, hey, she was in your house. She was true, in the house true, that true. Drake built. Yeah, or she Levi was in built, that, but that you got to inhabit. In, yeah, Jeans Warehouse, for sure. Jeans Warehouse. And, uh... Oh, I died. Um, oh, we gotta try not to die. But she was, yeah, she was super nice. Nope, she was I with died. family. I, I believe um, Kanye West also came in, uh, or at least his entourage before Kanye West was like super hot Dang. in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Working in uh, working in Hawaii sometimes affords you to meet some really cool people. Definitely. Yeah, and Ala Moana is a is a great mall. I mean, it's just like a really great mall. Even, the even now, it's so good. Yeah, it's the largest open air mall in the world, I believe. It still holds that. Uh, that yeah, title. I mean, I mean, this mall has like all these really nice shops, a bunch of has local shops. Um, there's a really nice food court, and you can see like there's a, a bar in there, and, and this is the biggest hand. You you can see the ocean from the top floor. I mean, what I don't know how many other malls you can see an ocean from. You know, that's yeah, pretty probably. crazy. Ocean Mall. Uh, I believe that's in like the middle. <laughs> oh, of the it, oh, isn't that in Ocean Mall, USA? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love that mall. Russia, 
That's right. Russia, Ocean, Ocean Ball in Russia. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to wear a snow jacket to go there. It's super great. Best beach in the world, dude. Best beach in the world. Yeah, everybody loves it. Yeah. You don't get a good tan, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. But speaking of Kanye, uh, did you guys get to see any of the uh, SNL this past weekend? No. Was it good? No. You know, it was. Oh, sir. No. Uh, Kim Kardashian is the was the host. Oh, I did see a little um, snippet about something that Kim had said about Kanye. Yeah, you know what? All things considered, like, yeah, I thought it was just going to be terrible. I was like, oh my gosh, what is, she's just going to get roasted. And some of it was not bad. I was like, okay, Kim, I see you. Like, kind of teasing herself, <laughs> teasing her sisters. Like, some of it was pretty damn funny. I give her a lot of credit. Um, yeah, her opening monologue was a lot of you know, teasing herself, like one of the parts she's like, oh, you know, like when SNL asked me to host, I thought that was interesting because last time I had a movie premiere, I didn't even know about it till it came out. <laughs> Talking about like Wait, the sex what? tape and everything. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a callback, wow. dude. I know, I know. I mean, Ray J's penis. That's right. Yeah, he hit it first, as he said in a song that probably 10 people listen to. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, five-year. It was probably like a ten-year-old burn, but yeah, uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, I would I would go through and watch some of the highlights of that one because there was definitely some funny stuff in that in that episode. Okay, okay. Yeah. How do I win this? How do I breathe I without you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I, I, I was the only know. one. Ooh, yeah. I was thinking uh, the same that, exact thing. Shania? That's Shania, right? I've no. had my last stand. Huh. Yeah. If it's not Shania, right? I, I don't. I don't oh. know. I was gonna finish that. It wasn't, wasn't gonna make any sense. I like, just <laughs> I had to cut out. I had to pull the ripcord on that joke. It wasn't going anywhere. You pulled the shoot. Yep. Canopy. Uh, yeah, I think it might have been Shania though. That. This is a cool new game mode, though. I like this. Yeah, um, I don't know where these random arrows are coming from, but and why can't we pick up any more of the shagakama? You guys you gotta spend it. We gotta spend it. You guys gotta spend it. Oh! <laughs> you guys didn't realize that, huh? Dude, our opponent just gave us the answers. Haha! <laughs> Stupid opponent! I tricked you. We're going to magatama <laughs> all over your face. <laughs> Uh, I'm already on the last part of it. Who? Oh, uh, Drake. Again, I think we're more and more is coming out on uh, Squid Games. I feel like, and I think Drake, you were the only person that wasn't able to watch it. I I think I'm on episode. I'm I just uh, finished the the beginning of the. Uh, 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 sorry, I, I just had a stroke. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I thought uh, our stream froze. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's buffering. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, uh, the um, tug of war one. So the oh, next one is going to be war. the. Oh the man, war that was heavy. The, uh... Well, in general, because I already kind of know what's going to happen because I watch a YouTube video because I'm, you know, you get I'm, not, from I'm not a pleasure of spoilers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, right. 
it's it's just interesting to see kind of how it unfolds and, and trying to catch these moments um, because you're more privy to it. So, for example, I'm trying to look at the room into which they're in, um, their sleeping room. I'm trying to look at that more in depth just because I know that there are some things that you know, oh, right. a little bit more telling. Um, I'm trying to see more of the reaction of the old man in certain situations and how that might be affecting um, a certain things. I'm trying to see... You know, I definitely was sus of him. Was anyone else sus of him? The old man? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, you know, he... Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, 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 do you have an answer to that, Drake? Because I, I could say I... I was a little sus. Like, but like a tiny amount. When they got to the marbles game, I was half like... Oh, he's doing this on purpose. And then I was half like, he's not doing this on purpose. Like, he's just old and like, he's becoming senile. But I was like, wait, he's being too senile. So I think that's the moment where <laughs> I started being too to... too senile. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the moment where I was a little sus. I mean, even from the jump where he was, you know, red light, green light, where he's running and smiling. I'm like, nobody, is he just really sadistic? You know, uh, yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. But I think, ooh. Do we so defense area has overrun in Ghost of Tsushima, and yeah. did we lose or is it just it's on to something? Different? I think you guys gotta like start it again or something. Yeah, I think we have to well, redo the section. Balls. To your point though, I think that there's a lot of things that focalize um, the older the elder man. Granted, his number, his age, his demeanor, um, his actions, and kind of how he he does certain things. You know, like a lot of the times when you're seeing things happen and he's involved uh there happens to be a lot more leeway um in particular situations wow for real wow, wow. bow down good for you kobe i mean obviously go fuck yourself but <laughs> you guys are catching up fast after i told you guys you're supposed to spend your fucking magatama yeah. though <laughs> it's true it's true wow damn oh, drop my phone if you want to go fast, go by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to go yeah. far. Oh, I got like such yeah. shitty fucking rewards too, though. Like level yeah, 30 things? Why would I want this? I yeah, think it was because it was on the lowest tier of the Thingmahoos, so we might yeah. have to tier it up. Oh, was it? Which is, oh. which, is, yeah. which is fine. I mean, yeah, that was a yeah. fun little entry into it. Um, yeah. yeah, so I think, I think I'm going to wrap us up here. Um... Yeah, and just kind of, yeah, I don't know, go into any final thoughts on anything, anything coming up, anything that you guys are excited about this next week or this, this week in general? Mm, nothing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the, in the dark about anything new coming out. Um, hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, again? Shows coming out at the end of the month. I'm gonna what go. Is it? Gonna go to like a. I'm gonna go to like a couple reggae and like rock shows. Nice. How, how was your show, by the way, Drake? Was there actual like, mosh, moshing and dancing, or did you guys have like assigned seating going on? I mean, we definitely had assigned seating. We were in the in the second row of Red Rocks during an Elenium concert, which was pretty much like, uh, EDM like royalty to an extent. They, uh, Elenium brought out Tori Kelly. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. oh nice. <laughs> no idea nice. Who any rapper. These guys are. <laughs> The rapper, yeah, so right? Tori Kelly, yeah. uh, no, Tori Kelly is Oh, no, no, the singer is here. Yes, I was thinking of, uh, I didn't, I was not thinking of Tori Lanes. R. Kelly. Tori Lanes. That's yeah. what I, was <laughs> I, was like, I was like, R. Kelly is definitely yeah. not allowed at shows right now. Yeah, yeah unless yeah. he Bill Cosby, but I doubt it. So, 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah um, uh, the the opening acts were fantastic. I think the vibe of the place, obviously, Red Rocks was super sick. Um, nice. uh, it's it's like EDM kind of bordering on. Um, I don't know the specific genres, and I don't want to like butcher it, but right, essentially, it's kind of poppy it's, though. Yeah, pop to an extent. There was a little bit of like dub in it, um, mm -hmm. and there was just a lot of people, you know, rolling and uh, you know, loving the the environment. And just rolling it was it was cool to be there homies. with. Uh, yeah, we were there with Hawaiian homies, so it was Joe Beans. Very nice. But were people actually like dancing? Is it like? Um... Some were dancing. Some were in the way. Um, some were obnoxious. Like there's this one dude. Uh, who like essentially we were in a section to where you needed to have wristbands and it was mm -hmm. uh, heavily guarded by security and stuff like that and then mm -hmm. um, this guy had come down from another area and was like really like going like super into it like jumping up and down as if it was a child during Christmas that got the gift that they waited you know a thousand <laughs> years to get and you know fantastic energy but I was like Bro, you're yeah. not even supposed to be here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dial it down a bit, dude. <laughs> yeah, put your eleven you know. to a nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was it was ex it, it made me excited because that person was excited. So, it, yeah. it, because I'm not super familiar with Illinium as a whole, it was uh, it was a great experience. So, thank you right to on. Matt. Shout out Matt and Russell, our homies from Hawaii. Heck yeah, right on. Well, awesome, guys. Yeah, I think we kind of covered most of the stuff that happened this weekend. There's some other things popping up, but remember, yeah, DC Fandom is next Saturday. I'll definitely be watching some of it. So, yeah, I'll probably be giving you guys the scoops. I mean, hopefully you guys can watch it too, but I'll give you guys the scoops on it. Um, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow morning, I'm going to meet Scott. Um, we'll get some sound bites from him at disney tomorrow and yeah it's uh we're definitely missing you guys wish you could make it but understand uh you know life happens and yeah it's just that so anyways yeah at this point thank you guys again for jumping on uh yeah i think i'm gonna close, it. Should I close it out yeah should Are i close you? it out with a little disney quote sure do it dude yeah or, or like, before i do that do you have a do you have any quotes off the top of your head anything from any movies you can remember Oh, I thought uh, you were going to go, like, originally you can fly? original. Yeah. Oh, you can <laughs> fly? Okay. <laughs> I thought right. you were going to go original Walt Disney quotes from, like, the early 30s. That would have been negative. But, um... Oh, shoot. Okay, we'll scratch this. Scratch that. <laughs> uh, no, just just uh, cut it right now. <laughs> yeah. hey -oh. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, right on, guys. Yeah. I think that's it for the streaming podcast tonight. Um, yeah, I guess I will leave it. Uh, I'm not going to say who it's from, but it has something to do with Disney. And the quote goes like this. All of your dreams can come true if you have the courage to pursue them. And yeah, that's a cheesy way of saying, Woof, we're doing a podcast. We're doing a stream. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually doing it. Let's uh, get all it. Right. All right. Cool. Well, I will chat with you Good guys. Good night, guys. Night, night, night. night, fans. We out. Peace. Peace. And now an afterward with Scott, his Ohana, my wife, and myself, live at Disney. Enjoy. What up, everybody? I'm here right now with Scott, the final member of the Joystick team, and we're here at Disney. We're in California Adventure right now. Scott, how are you doing? How's the trip going? 
Oh, I'm doing great, man. Um, so far, so good. Uh, I think the only thing we snagged into i'm not even saying that right but the only thing we um the only downside was the ride we're trying to get on the star wars ride it ended up breaking down but we got a free fast pass so we're gonna go on that a little later so nothing really to complain about i guess how about yourself jazz right on okay passing over to scott's sister jazz yeah i think that we're having a lot of fun uh scott and i were actually here last week and it was freaking hot so we told the family to dress you know accordingly and now it's cold so (laughs) (laughs) that's great yeah okay perfect uh example of california weather right there so right on now any rides you guys are excited to go on obviously the one you didn't get on but anything else any food you want to try gifts you want to buy anything else i can rhyme at this time wow i'm good (laughs) all right here you go (laughs) yeah i definitely want to ride the spider-man ride um i want to hit up the Pim's Cafe. I think I want to get that chicken sandwich. I saw you guys flight of beer. I want to get that. Oh, yeah. I also want to try the shawarma. Um, I saw this hot dog on Main Street I want to get. There's a lot of food. I think there's more, but um, that's all I can think of right now. I think we only get the shawarma when we beat the Jatari at the end of uh, at the end of the battle. Yeah. What about you, Jazz? So I actually left my family last night to go on the Rise of the Resistance ride, and it changed my life. And I'm looking forward to doing that again. Uh, the other thing is, every time I come to Disney, I love to get the beignets in like the little New Orleans area. So I am so looking forward to that. That's going to be amazing. Right on. All right. Well, right on. That's a great description of everything. We'll catch back up with you guys in a little bit. All right, so we're outside of Web Slingers, the Spider-Man ride here in Avengers Campus. Uh, Scott, tell me a little bit about how does it work? How do we even get on this ride? What do you think about Avengers Campus? Okay, first off, Avengers Campus is pretty dope. Um, it looks amazing. Everything down to like the fine details is great. Um, these rides in particular, there's like two windows to get on, 7 a.m. and 12 p.m. And you kind of want to... Um, be on like a few minutes prior to those times because the timing when it drops is a little weird but you have to like as soon as you're able to refresh and like join the queue um oh through the app sorry you got to jump on the disney app the disney app yeah disney app and then you link your tickets and if depending on your group if they you want to ride with all your friends make sure all of your tickets are linked on one disney app and then if you um, join the queue with all your tickets linked then everyone gets to ride at the same time so you want to get on a little early and Um, join the queue as soon as it lets you and then it'll give you an estimated time on when to jump on the ride and um yeah so that's what we're here we we got on the spider-man queue and now we're in line right on i know it feels like a miracle because the last time i was here it was just me and a ride by myself i had to play by myself sounds way dirtier than i meant it but i mean just really that's what it was and uh yeah it's a exciting exciting time so let's see how this game goes All right, so we just got off Web Seekers. How are you guys feeling about it now? Scott, what do you think about it? Oh, I thought it was really cool. Um, I didn't expect anything like that. It felt like a moving Wii game almost. Like um, the motion tracking is amazing. The screen was great. The 3D was perfect. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it really made you want to get that high score. It, it, yeah. yeah, it made you want to try hard. Right on, right on, yeah. I thought when you said Wii game, you meant about how bad you had to pee. But, oh, no, yeah, yeah. No, Actually, definitely... we're going to bring in a special guest. Daniel, Scott's brother's here. <laughs> yeah, let, let me hear about your experience in Web Slingers at Avengers Campus. Um, sad to say, I, I try to soak it in, but uh, 
highly recommend uh, to use the bathroom a good like three times before waiting in that line. <laughs> the line felt forever. Um, every time you feel like you're about to go on the ride, there's another whole lane and it just keeps growing. But other than that, uh, great ride, great four minutes of my life and of uh, shooting webs. Oh my god. All right, well, right on. Very honest take on the ride. I think now we're going to go to Galaxy's Edge and see if we can build some lightsabers. All right, man. So we did it. We got the lightsabers made. Um, I don't think any of us have the same one, but uh, I don't know. Maybe you want to actually correct me on that. What do you think about it, Scott? How did your lightsaber turn out? Oh, yeah, my lightsaber turned out great. Um, Though I do remember peeking over at yours after we're done, and I think ours um, looks the same. Um, it was the better build, <laughs> to a I think. Yeah, to a T. Yeah, we have different colors, um, stones though. Um, yeah, yeah what crystals. Crystals, crystals, exactly crystals. Not stones, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, um, different color crystals. Yeah, right. I got. I have blue. Right, um, I got green. He's green, and then. Um, How about you, Jazz? How did your lightsaber turn out? You know, I was just watching Thomas the entire time, and I was like, all right that one next oh okay that one next um i'm pretty sure we have the exact same lightsaber <laughs> right. but you know they said it's truly unique so yeah. i, I truly believe them. unique to the jedi you're right yeah <laughs> so as we close up on my end of a fantastic day um yeah just want to get your closing thoughts how did you feel the day when it went how did you like your lightsaber how does your stomach feel all the above <laughs> You can go for it, Scott. Oh, yeah. Um, the day went great. I'm um, really glad you and Christina were able to come out. Um, thanks to Jasmine hooking it up. Um, but, yeah, the last ride we rode was the um, Smuggler's Run in Galaxy's Edge. Um, really fun ride. And if you see that the wait time's too long, um, tip is to get on the single rider line. You get on within, like, three minutes. You may not ride with who you came with but it's you don't really need to sit next to the person you came with so you kind of do your own thing but yeah. really cool ride and overall really great day right on yeah. nice it's become like Scott's tips and tricks of Disneyland <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he just doesn't know the names for things yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah, yeah. go on that one thing right. down around the corner yeah yeah the ride with the characters <laughs> yeah. yeah that's fun uh, what about you Jazz How's, how did the day end up for you rides lightsabers all the above you know, I think I started off the day like feeling kind of tired, um, but I got like the biggest coffee I could get, and uh, I'm glad I did because I feel like we accomplished a lot today. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't just like an accomplishment, but it felt like it was really fun. It was great company. We had amazing food besides your funnel cake. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, overall, like if this were just the only day that I was at Disney, I'd say it was a really good day. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. it was really fun. Yep. Likewise, I, I can't agree with you guys more. Super fun day. Thank you again, Jazz, for hooking this all up for us and being the most awesome friend and cast member that I know. Uh, yeah, and besides my quadruple fried funnel cake, all things considered, amazing. Definitely 10 out of 10 recommend coming in Halloween. We'll catch you guys next time on Joystick. Joystick Show.